Hi, this is Anja from anyashritz.net and I'm going to guide you through a meditation today that will help you become a better receiver. This meditation is one of the most powerful things I have done to manifest miracles in my life and you can use it to invite anything into your life, whether it is love or money or healing. I first heard about it from Robert Holden, one of my teachers, who you can find at robertholden.org. And when he took us through this process, he told us about a number of miracles that past participants of his seminars had manifested. The story that I can still remember was of a man who focused only on money throughout the whole meditation and who then went on the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire the week after and won £150,000 or so. Now, I can't promise you that, but I know of many people who had amazing results with it, and I am one of them. I manifested love, and I manifested the best paid job I've ever had after doing this meditation only once at Robert's seminar. So I know it works, and because it works, I want to share it with you today. If you listen to this meditation regularly, it will help you strengthen your receiving muscles. So whether it is love you're wishing for, or health, or money, whether you crave spiritual or emotional healing, anything is possible. Somehow, even though we have all these desires, we also often block ourselves from receiving. Usually we are not aware of that, it's also not really widely talked about. When it comes to manifesting, the emphasis is usually being placed on the asking part. We are being taught that we have to get really specific about what we want and how we want to feel and yes, these things are very important in the asking part. But that's only part one of the manifestation process, which consists of two parts, part two being the receiving part, and that's where things tend to go wrong. Well, actually, there are three parts, really. There is the delivery, of course, between asking and receiving. But that's not our job. That's the universe's job. And all we should do is step back and allow the universe to do its job instead of trying to micromanage it. So we are asking the universe to fulfill our wishes and we create our vision boards and we do our affirmations. And when things still fail to manifest, we think the law of attraction isn't working. But that's not true. The law of attraction always works, but we will only see the positive effects of it in our lives if we are open to receive. I truly believe the inability to receive is the number one manifestation blocker. So this meditation is designed to help you open up again and allow yourself to receive. Now before we get into it, let's talk about receiving for a moment. What many of us don't realize is that we are designed to receive. It's our nature. We human beings are made both from a desire to give as well as a desire to receive. Giving and receiving is a constant flow of energy and if we try to stop ourselves from desiring something, we are going against our nature. In the same way, if we stop ourselves from receiving, we are going against our nature too. And when we go against our nature, when we stop that flow, we end up being unwell. This expresses itself emotionally, spiritually, physically and energetically. We drain ourselves and we burn ourselves out. Logically, because we keep on using energy to live and survive, but we're not letting any new, fresh energy in. 
Now, I'm not sure which religion or worldview you are following and how you have been introduced to the concept of creation. For the sake of this exercise, I want to share with you how the Kabbalah explains the creation of our world, because it beautifully describes how it comes that receiving is indeed our nature. So I'm going to tell you a little story now. This is the story of the moment before the Big Bang. In the beginning, there was the light. That's all that existed before the Big Bang. No time, no space, no motion, just light. Now the light's whole nature is to give, to provide and to share. The light is the desire to share. But as I said, there was nothing but the light, so there was nobody to give to and nobody to share with. Obviously something had to be done. So the light created a vessel to receive everything it had to offer. Receiving was the vessel's only job, its whole job. So the vessel was the desire to receive. So we had the light, whose whole nature was to give of itself, and we had the vessel, whose whole nature was to receive all the positive things the light had to share. The vessel was filling up with light, and because time and space hadn't even begun yet, the vessel was filling endlessly. The vessel kept receiving, and the light kept giving. It was perfect. It was paradise. But then a strange thing happened. The vessel, since it was made from the light, had inherited the light's desire to give and to share. So of course the vessel wanted to start some sharing of its own. It wanted to become more like the light, its creator. It wanted to be the cause of its own fulfillment and not only the passive effect. So it made a decision and said to the light, stop, no more. I don't want to receive anything anymore until I'm also able to give. And the light, being a good parent, said, Okay, I understand your need to evolve and to express yourself. And that's when the Big Bang happened. According to Kabbalah, the Big Bang was the vessel exploding into a gazillion pieces which created our universe as we know it. So now that the vessel wasn't just one anymore, but many, it could share with itself, with all the different parts of itself. It let the light in again, and all the light it received, it shared with all the parts of itself. The vessel now had a space in which it could express its own sharing nature, and it had become the cause of its own fulfillment. Now the pieces of the shattered vessel became all the fragments of matter and energy that make up our entire universe. The atoms, animals, people, planets, everything. They are all pieces of the original vessel. We human beings, of course, come from the original vessel. We are part of the vessel. We therefore have the desire to receive, just like the vessel. And since we and the vessel originated from the light, we also have the desire to share. So I hope this story helps you see that receiving and sharing is our true nature. It's our job to keep this flow in balance if we want to be well and if we want the whole world and everyone else to be well. So what happens when this process is interrupted? When it's not working? When we are not well? When we're dissatisfied? Who's to blame for that? Well, that would be our ego. 
and free will, which allows us to make the choice to listen either to our ego or to our higher self. See, the ego only ever thinks in terms of what's in it for me. When we express a desire from our ego, it's always just a desire to receive for the sake of self. There's no giving involved. But when we don't give, we limit ourselves. Because if we keep receiving and never giving, at some point we're going to be full. Imagine a cup. When it's full, it's full. Nothing more can come in. This is called temporary satisfaction. It can only ever be temporary because we will always want more. We have and we are the desire to receive. So ultimately this cannot lead to fulfillment because we will always want more, but we have no space for more. The cup is full. Now if we were to drill a little hole in the cup, then whatever comes in will flow out. So whatever we receive, we are sharing with others. The more we share and the more flows out, the more space we create for more to flow in. And that process can go on forever. This is called endless fulfillment. And that's what we're going for, right? We want endless fulfillment. And the only way to achieve endless fulfillment is through our desire to receive for the sake of sharing. So there's the desire to receive for the sake of self, which leads to temporary satisfaction, and there's the desire to receive for the sake of sharing, which leads to endless fulfillment. And to learn or to remember that is part of our spiritual evolution. See, when we're born, all we have is a desire to receive for the sake of self, just like the vessel in the beginning. It's our nature. As babies, we can't really give or share anything yet. We just need food and care and we learn, we get nurtured, we receive love and that's how we fill our cup. Until the day when that's not enough anymore and we notice the desire to share, which really is the desire to create and to contribute and to bring something into being, the desire to make a difference. Okay, back to our meditation. I told you the story to set the scene a bit for you to accept the thought that receiving is a good thing, that you can allow yourself to have more, that receiving is your very nature. And I know that you are already a giving person, you are already sharing. The fact that you felt drawn to this meditation probably means that you've been overgiving and under-receiving for a long time and that you tend to forget to replenish your energy and take care of yourself. Maybe you also said no to the light, because consciously or unconsciously you thought you didn't deserve it. This meditation encourages you to say yes again. Say yes to yourself. The world needs you to receive more so you can share more. And this meditation will enable you not only to start receiving nice stuff, it will also help you to become more receptive receptive to opportunities, appreciative for the little and big things that are coming into your life and that you didn't even notice or acknowledge before. When you become more receptive, you begin to consciously recognize all the good things the universe throws at you. And when you recognize all the things that you are being offered, you will collect so much evidence for a friendly universe that you automatically form new positive beliefs. So let's get started. <music> 